Greetings to my first podcast. I'll be reading from Edmund Spencer, a fitting poem, though it's long, as he is writing it to his fiancée, soon to be his bride. Ye learned sisters, which have oftentimes been to the aiding others to adorn, whom ye thought worthy of your graceful rhymes, that even the greatest did not greatly scorn to hear their names sung in your simple lays, but joyed in their praise. And when ye lisp your own mishaps to mourn, which death or love or fortune's wreck did raise, your string could soon to sadder tenor turn and teach the woods and waters to lament your doleful, dreary mat. Now lay those sorrowful complaints aside, and having all your heads with garland crowned, help me mine own love's praises to resound. Nay, let the same of any be envied. So Orpheus did for his own bride, so I unto myself alone will sing. The wood shall to me answer, and my echo ring. Early before the world's light-giving lamp, his golden beam upon the hills doth spread, having dispersed the night's uncheerful damp, do ye awake, and with fresh lusty heed, go to the bower of my beloved love, my truest turtle dove. Bid her awake, for Hymen is awake, and long since ready forth his mask to move, with his bright teeth that flames with many a flake, and many a bachelor to wait on him in their fresh garments trim. Bid her awake, therefore, and soon her dight, for lo, the wished days come at last, that shall for all the pains and sorrows past pay to her usury of long delight. And while she doth her dight, do ye to her of joy and solace sing, that all the woods may answer and your echo ring. Bring with you all the nymphs that you can hear, both of the rivers and the forests green, and of the sea that neighbors to her near, all with gay girlands goodly well be seen. And let them also with them bring in hond, another gay girland, for my fair love of lilies and of roses, bound true love-wise with a blue silk ribbond. And let them make great store of bridal poses, and let them eke bring store of other flowers to deck the bridal bowers. And let the ground whereas her foot shall tread, for fear the stones her tender foot should wrong, be strewed with fragrant flowers all along, and die pred like the discolored mead, which done do at her chamber door await, for she will waken straight. The wiles do ye this song unto her sing, the woods shall to you answer, and your echo ring. Ye nymphs of Mula, which with careful heed the silver scaly trouts do tend full well, and greedy pikes which use therein to feed, 
And ye likewise, which keep the rushy lake, where none do fishes take, bind up the locks, the which hang scattered light, and in his waters which your mirror make, behold your faces as a crystal bright, that when you come whereas my love doth lie, no blemish she may spy. And eke ye lightfoot maids which keep the door, that on the hoary mountain used to tower, and the wild wolves which seek them to devour, with your steel darts to chase from coming near, be also present here, to help to deck her, and to help to sing, that all the woods may answer, and your echo ring. Wake now, my love, awake, for it is time, the rosy morn long since left Tithana's bed, all ready to her silver couch to climb, and for Ebus gins to shew his low glorious head. Hark how the cheerful birds do chaunt their lays, and carol of love's praise. The merry lark, her matin sings aloft, the thrush replies, the mavis descant plays, the oozel shrills, the ruddock warbles soft. So goodly all agree with sweet consent to this day's merriment. Ah, my dear love, why do ye sleep thus long, when meter were that ye should now awake, to await the coming of your joyous make, and hearken to the bird's love-learned song, the dewy leaves among. For they of joy and pleasance to you sing, that all the woods them answer and their echoes ring. My love is now awake out of her dream, and her fair eyes like stars that dimmed were with darksome cloud now show their goodly beams. More bright than Hesperus's head doth rear. Come now, ye damsels, daughters of delight, Help quickly her to dight. But first come, ye fair hours, which were begot, In Jove's sweet paradise of day and night, Which do the seasons of the year allot, And all that ever in this world is fair, Do make and still repair. And ye three handmaids of the Cyprian queen, The which do still adorn her beauty's pride, Help to adorn my beautifulest bride, and as ye her array still throw between some graces to be seen, and as ye use to Venus to her sing, the wiles the woods shall answer and your echo ring. Now is my love already forth to come. Let all the virgins therefore well await. And ye fresh boys attend upon her groom, prepare yourselves, for he is coming straight. Set all your things in seemly good array, fit for so joyful die, the joyfulest die that ever sun did see. Fair sun, show forth thy favorable rye, and let thy lethal heat not fervent be, for fear of burning her sunshiny face her beauty to disgrace. O fairest Phoebus, father of the muse, if ever I did honor thee aright, 
or sing the thing that might thy mind delight. Do not thy servant's simple boon refuse, but let this day, let this one day be mine. Let all the rest be thine. Then I thy sovereign praises loud will sing, that all the woods shall answer and their echo ring. Hark how the minstrels gin to shrill aloud, their merry music that resounds from far, the pipe, the tabor, and the trembling crude, that well agree without in breach or jar. But most of all the damsels do delight when they their timbrels smite, and thereunto do dance and carol sweet, that all the senses they do ravish quite, the whiles the boys run up and down the street, crying aloud with strong confused noise, as if it were one voice. Hymen, eo hymen, hymen, they do shout, that even to the heavens their shouting shrill doth reach, and all the firmament doth fill, to which the people standing all about, as in a Provence do there to applaud, and loud advance their laud, and evermore they hymen, hymen sing, that all the woods them answer and their echo ring. Lo, where she comes along with portly pace, like Phoebe from her chamber of the east, arising forth to run her mighty race, clad all in white that seems a virgin best. So well it her beseems that ye would ween some angel she had been. Her long, loose yellow locks like golden wire sprinkled with pearl and pearling flowers atween, to like a golden mantle her attire, and being crowned with a girland green, seem like some maiden queen, her modest eyes abashed to behold, so many gazers as on her do stare. Upon the lowly ground a fixed are, nay dare lift up her countenance too bold, but blush to hear her praises sung so loud, so far from being proud. Natheless do ye still loud her praises sing, that all the woods may answer in your echo ring. Tell me, ye merchants' daughters, did ye see so fair a creature in your town before? So sweet, so lovely, and so mild is she, adorned with beauty's grace and virtue's store. Her goodly eyes like sapphires shining bright, her forehead ivory white, her cheeks like apples which the sun hath rotted, her lips like cherries charming men to bite, her breasts like to a bowl of cream uncrudded, her paps like lilies budded, her snowy neck like to a marble tower, and all her body like a palace fair, ascending up with many a stately stair, to honor seat and chastity's sweet bower. Why stand ye still, ye virgins, in amaze, upon her so to gaze? Will ye forget your former latest sing, to which the woods did answer and your echo ring? But if ye saw that which no eye can see, the inward beauty of her lively sprite, garnished with heavenly gifts of high degree, 
much more than would ye wonder at that sight and stand astonished like to those which read Medusa's maceful head. There dwells sweet love and constant chastity, unspotted faith and comely womanhood, regard of honor and mild modesty. There virtue reigns as queen and royal throne and giveth laws alone, which the base affections do obey and yield their services unto her will. Nay thought of things uncomely ever may there to approach to tempt her mind to ill. Had ye once seen these her celestial treasures and unrevealed pleasures, then would ye wonder and her praises sing that all the woods should answer and your echo ring. Open the temple gates unto my love, open them wide that she may enter in, and all the posts adorn as doth behoove, and all the pillars deck with girlands trim, for to receive the saint with honor due that cometh in to you. With trembling steps and humble reverence she cometh in before the Almighty's view. Of her ye virgins learn obedience, when so ye come into those holy places to humble your proud faces. Bring her up to the high altar that she may, the sacred ceremonies there partake. The which do endless matrimony make, and let the roaring organs loudly play the praises of the Lord in lively notes. The whiles with hollow throats, the choristers, the joyous anthems sing that all the woods may answer and their echo ring. Behold, while she before the altar stands, hearing the holy priest that to her speaks, and blesseth her with his two happy hands. How the red roses flush up in her cheeks, and the pure snow with goodly vermal stain, like crimson dyed in grain, that even the angels which continually about the sacred altar do remain, forget their service and about her fly, oft peeping in her face that seems more fair the more they on it stare. But her sad eyes, still fastened on the ground, are governed with goodly modesty, but suffers not one look to glance awry, which may let in a little thought unswound. Why blush ye, love, to give to me your hand, the pledge of all our band? Sing, ye sweet angels, alleluia, sing, that all the woods may answer and your echo ring. <clears throat> now all is done, bring home the bride again. Bring home the triumph of our victory. Bring home with you the glory of her gain. With joy and spring her and with jollity. Never had man more joyful day than this, whom heaven would heap with bliss. Make feast, therefore, all this live long day. This day forever to me holy is. Pour out the wine without restraint or stay. Pour not by cups, but by the bellyful. Pour out to all that wool and sprinkle all the posts and walls with wine, that they may sweat and drunken be withal. 
Crown ye God Bacchus with a coronal, and hymen also crown with wreaths of vine, and let the graces dance unto the rest, for they can do it best. The whiles the maidens do their carol sing, to which the woods shall answer and their echo ring. Ring ye the bells, ye young men of the town, and leave your wonted labors for this day. This day is holy, do ye write it down, that ye forever it remember may. This day the sun is in his chiefest height, with Barnaby the bright. From whence declining daily by degrees, he somewhat loseth of his heat and light. When once the crowd behind his back he sees, but for this time it ill-ordained was, to choose the longest day in all the year, and shortest night when longest fitter were. Yet never day so long but late would pass. Ring ye the bells to make it wear away, and bonifiers make all day, and dance about them and about them sing, that all the woods may answer and your echo ring. Ah, when will this long weary day have end, and lend me leave to come unto my love? How slowly do the hours their numbers spend, how slowly does sad time his feathers move. Hast thee, O fairest planet, to thy home within the western fall. The tired steeds long since have need of rest. Long though it be, at last I see it gloom, and the bright evening star with golden crest appear out of the east. Fair child of beauty, glorious lamp of love, that all the host of heaven and ranks doest lead, and guidest lovers through the night's sad dread. How cheerfully thou look'st from above, and seem'st to laugh between thy twinkling light as joying in the sight of these glad many which for joy do sing, that all the woods them answer and their echo ring. Now cease ye damsels your delights forepast, enough is it that all the day was yours. Now day is doing, and night is neighing fast. Now bring the bride into the bridal bowers. The night is come, now soon her disarray, and in her bed her lay. Lay her in lilies and in violets, and silken curtains over her display, and odored sheets and arras coverlets. Behold how goodly my fair love does lie in proud humility. Like unto Maia, when his Jove her took in Tempe, lying on the flowery grass, twixt sleep and wake, after she weary was, with baiting in the Icadalian brook. Now it is night, ye damsels may be gone, and leave my love alone, and leave likewise your former lay to sing. The woods no more shall answer, nor your echo ring. Now welcome night, thou night so long expected, that long day's labor doest at last defray, and all my cares which cruel love collected has summed in one and cancelled for A. Spread thy broad wing over my love and me, that no man may us see, and in thy sable mantle us enwrap. 
for fear of peril and foul horror free. Let no false treason seek us to entrap, nor any dread disquiet once annoy the safety of our joy. But let the night be calm and quietsome, without tempestuous storms or sad affray. Like as when Joe with fair Alcmena lay, when he begot the great Tyrinthian groom, or like when he with thyself did lie and begot majesty. And let the maids and young men cease to sing, nay, let the woods them answer, nor their echo ring. Let no lamenting cries nor doleful tears be heard all night within nor yet without. Nay, let false whispers, breeding hidden fears, break gentle sleep with misconceived doubt. Let no deluding dreams nor dreadful sights make sudden sad affrights. Nay, let house fires nor lightnings helpless harms. Nay, let the pooky nor other evil sprites. Nay, let mischievous witches with their charms. Nay, let hobgoblins names whose sense we see not, fray us with things that be not. Let not the scritch owl nor the stork be heard, nor the night raven that still deadly yells, nor damned ghosts called up with mighty spells, nor grisly vultures make us once afeard. Nay, let the unpleasant choir of frogs still croaking make us to wish their choking. Let none of these their dreary accents sing. Nay, let the woods them answer, nor their echo ring. But let still silence true night watches keep, that sacred peace may in assurance reign, and timely sleep when it is time to sleep, may pour his limbs forth on your pleasant plain. The wiles and hundred little winged loves, like divers feathered doves, shall fly and flutter round about the bed, and in the secret dark that none reproves, their pretty stealth shall work and snares shall spread, to filch away sweet snatches of delight, concealed through covert night. Ye sons of Venus, play your sports at will, for greedy pleasure, careless of your toys, thinks more upon her paradise of joys than what ye do, albeit good or ill. All night, therefore, attend your merry play, for it will soon be day. Now none doth hinder you that say or sing, nay will the woods now answer nor your echo ring. Who is the same which at my window peeps, or whose is that fair face that shines so bright? Is it not Cynthia, she that never sleeps, but walks about fair heaven all the night? O fairest goddess, do thou not envy my love with me to spy, for thou likewise didst love, though now unthought, and for a fleece of wool, which privily the Latmian shepherd once unto thee brought, his pleasures with thee wrought. Therefore to us be favorable now, and sith of women's labors thou hast charge, and generation goodly dost enlarge, incline thy will to effect our wishful vow, and the chaste womb inform with timely seed, 
that may our comfort breed, to which we cease our hopeful hap to sing. Nay, let the woods us answer, nor our echo ring. And thou, great Juno, which with awful might the laws of wedlock still dost patronize, and the religion of the faced first flight with sacred rites has taught to solemnize, and eke for comfort often called art of women in their smart. Eternally bind thou this lovely band and all thy blessings unto us impart. And thou, glad genius, in whose gentle hand the bridal bower and genial bed remain without blemish or stain, and the sweet pleasures of their love's delight, with secret aid do us succour and supply till they bring forth the fruitful progeny. Send us a timely fruit of this same night. And now, fair Hebe, and thou, Hymen free, grant that it may so be. Till which we cease your further praise to sing, nay, any woods shall answer, nor your echo ring. And ye high heavens, the temple of the gods, in which a thousand torches flaming bright do burn, that to us wretched earthly clods in dreadful darkness lend desired light. And all ye powers which in the same remain, more than we men can feign, pour out your blessing on us plenteously, and happy influence upon us reign, that we may raise a large posterity which from the earth, which they may long possess with lasting happiness, up to your haughty palaces may mount. And for the guerdon of their glorious merit, may heavenly tabernacle there inherit of blessed saints for to increase the count. So let us rest, sweet love, in hope of this, and cease then till our timely joys to sing. The woods no more us answer, nor our echo ring. Song made of lieu of many ornaments, with which my love should duly have been decked, which cutting off through hasty accidents, ye would not stay your slew time to expect, but promised both to recompense, be unto her goodly her a goodly ornament, and for short time an endless monument. Thank you.